Locked on Bama is back, and I'm back from vacation ready to talk a lot of recruiting, which Alabama may get some good news from this coming weekend. You are Locked on Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody, and welcome back into Locked on Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me. Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, we kind of held off on this podcast. Number one, I was driving back from the beach. And number two, we wanted to see what was going on with Arian Hampton. Um, There was a little bit of uncertainty, but turns out it looks like he's going to commit to Texas. If he doesn't commit to Texas, we're going to look stupid for putting this podcast out. But we feel like he's going to commit to Texas. So we can sort of move that to the side and we can focus more on Zabian Brown, the kid out of Matter Day High School. We talked about him the other day. He will be committing on Sunday, and it looks like he has decided to go to Alabama over USC. This is a guy I like a lot. I love the program he plays for. And again, he's a, a little guy named uh, Bryce Young came from Modern Day High School. So that's a very big positive. If you ask me, I, I'm, I'm all about all things Bryce Young. So if uh, good enough for Bryce Young, good enough for me. Come on down, Zabian Brown. Yeah, you got to love any kid from uh, Modern Day High School, just one of the premier high school programs in the country. They produce a ton of prospects. Uh, as a matter of fact, I think, uh, Luke, you went over like four of the top five prospects in California are from this one high school, which is nuts considering how many great players there are in that state, how many uh, great programs, how many great players. And 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 here's a pure cornerback uh, in the on-three industry ranking. He's the seventh-ranked cornerback in the nation. He's a top 70 player nationally. Uh, He replaced Dominique Jackson. Some of you you guys that really follow recruiting might remember him from the last cycle. Dominique actually was hurt and missed his senior season. Uh, When he was hurt, the new starter at Modern Day was this guy, Zabian Brown. He replaced Dominique when Dominique was hurt. And boy, that just goes to show you what kind of program Modern Day's got. You know, they they lose a five-star corner and then replace him with the guy who one year later is a national top 70 prospect. He's 6'1", 185, which is ideally sized for the cornerback position. He runs an 11 100 meters, so he's a good athlete. Uh, what impresses me the most is when you watch him play on tape. This is a real instinctive kid. He knows the position really well. Plays off the ball a lot in, in modern-day scheme, which requires him to close to the ball carrier, and, boy, he closes like a missile. Uh, but, but really, it's the anticipation skills for me. He's just very instinctive knows his spot, knows knows the position well to the point Alabama's not going to be over his head. The SEC is not going to be as steep of a hill or mountain for this guy. He's going to uh, show up and, and quickly adapt to SEC football in Alabama. I think Nick Saban's really going to enjoy coaching him because uh, he can get to, you know, some kids come in, Luke, and it's like, all right, it's football 101. We got to build him from the ground up. Not this guy. This guy's going to start out at, at the 303 level. And uh, he could play quickly at, at Alabama. Uh, he checks a lot of boxes, goes great a, as a duo with Alabama's other cornerback in this class, Jalen and Bachway, because he's different, right? I mean, this kid's more of a technician. He's more physical. He's more football player, whereas Jalen and Bachway is more pure athlete, unbelievable athlete. Um, and, and if you got those two guys playing corner, then the other DB that Alabama has committed in this class, Jameer Grimsley, he might be freed up to play the nickel corner spot, which would be so good for him because 
not only is that the corner safety hybrid position, that's exactly how I would describe Jameer Grimsley's game, sort of a corner safety hybrid and might be perfect for that spot. So this would really be a home run for Alabama. You'd have two great corners and a great nickel corner prospect all, all you know, all, you know, locked in together in this one group. Back from the beach, but he didn't bring, but he bought his mute button with him. Didn't leave the mute button on the beach. Dear six pound, 22 ounce baby Jesus, I give up. I give up. I give up. I give up. Anyway. Um, 22 ounces is more than a pound, by the way. That would be seven well, I took that from another way Cat to say Williams. that would be seven pounds, six ounces. I, know. I took that from Cat Williams, who was talking about uh, he met Shaquille O'Neal's children. One of them was like four years old. He said that kid was already six foot 13. And he said he came up to me like this, like I'm going to be able to pick him up. I'm like, you're bigger than me. Uh, anyway, <laughs> um, uh, no, what I was going to say was going to Modern Day, going to IMG, going to Thompson, Hoover, places like that, Buford. It's it's like you're already, you were talking about, you know, he starts out at 303 courses. It's like you're taking AP courses when you go to Modern Day or IMG or whatever. You're already advanced. You're already into college. And um, it just means so much. But, you know, wanted to talk a little bit about Zabian Brown and his rankings on three. Uh, all, all four major sites have him as a four-star. On three has him as the 124 player in the country, 24-7, 45th. ESPN 137th, Rivals 76th. So uh, they, some places have, have him as high as the fifth-rated cornerback, and another, on three has him the lowest at 117-rated cornerback. But uh, you were talking uh, off-air about how you guys are going to have a re-ranking soon. You think he'll go up some. Yeah, I really do. Uh, there'll be a, a on three ranking uh, after the summer. There'll be another on three ranking. Uh, basically, this kind of a senior season uh, ranking, re-ranking, and then the all-star games, which are huge for the national top 100, the national top 200, because it's kind of like those national top 100 and top 150 guys. Those are the ones in these all-star games. So they really get, in my opinion, very accurately ranked at the end. So let's just always remember that about these rankings. They're not final. There's a ranking the day you commit, and it's important. It's a great guide to go off of. But in terms of a final ranking, like, like me and Luke said the other day, I mean, when people ask you what your GPA was in college, they, they mean what your GPA was when you finished college. No one asks you what your GPA was in your first semester of your junior year. And that's really kind of what these early rankings are. They're not complete. It doesn't matter so much what his ranking is now because for the rest of his life, people are going to go after what he was ranked at the end. And we That's won't right. know that until until uh, February, frankly. Yeah, people forget. I think Chris Jones, who's still kicking butt in the NFL, he was like a three-star. And then he got bumped way up. And I'll never forget seeing him in the Alabama-Mississippi All-Star go, game going, if he's a three-star, it's only being ranked out of two because he's the best I've seen. He is unbelievable. Uh, but anyway, I need to tell everybody about FanDuel. Uh, take your first swing at betting Major League Baseball and FanDuel and get 10 times your first bet amount up to $200. That's right. Just bet 20 bucks and you'll land $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. That's $200 you can spend betting on everything from money line to over-under to when and if the Braves will ever lose again. Just lose, would you please, Braves? all on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Plus, when you win, you can get paid instantly. That is huge. 
for uh, apps like this. And FanDuel, they let you do it. That is that's That should put you over the top right there. So sign up today. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get up to $200 in bonus bets. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. FanDuel official partner of Major League Baseball. Jimmy, in our future podcast, near future podcast, we're going to be talking a lot about uh, this countdown. We're about to get back into your countdown right now. I think it's number 34 we're on. And we're going to go to Mr. Roy Dell Williams. Um, really sort of a fan favorite. I mean, dare I say, I think people love them from Roydale Williams out of Hueytown. I remember seeing him at Hueytown thinking, God, this guy's so, I mean, he's so muscled up. He, and, and he is cut, but he's also got this sense of like, he's kind of country strong. You know how uh, sometimes dudes are deceptively strong. They, I mean, especially here in Alabama, this guy is, uh, he, he just had a very country strong look about him. He's, I mean, the obvious comparison is Brian Robinson, right? Um, I, I think it, that's probably very fair to say. And there he is uh, running the ball. He's, you know, is he ever going to hmm, – I'm trying to think what else. Who's another comparison? I mean, I, I don't really know. I mean, Brian Williams is probably it, if you ask me. I mean, that is probably the comparison. I mean, I've, you give me somebody else. Yeah, uh, I got one uh, to me, and, and it's not so much physically like like they're carbon copies, but I, I look at Roy Dell sort of like how we looked at Roy Upchurch at one time, who was really not a guy maybe that you wanted as your number one starting back and like, hey, he's going to be your bell cow. But he was so good off the bench because he was so good at the little things, you know, and that's what Roy Dell is. Roy Dell's good in short yardage. He's a fantastic third down back because he picks up the blitz better than anybody in the running back room. Uh, again, he's really good at third and one, which is kind of surprising considering he's not a 230-pound type player. He's, he's really more like 215 pounds, but he is absolutely racked up muscular. He just runs behind his pads <coughs> so well. I think Roydell's a really good player, and I can see Roydell having some special senior season moments coming up. I can I bet over the course of the season there's going to be a handful of time, Luke, when we Alabama fans say, Man, we were so fortunate to have Roydell Williams on the team. Uh, but is he going to be the starter? Probably not. Is he going to be a fan favorite to the extent that Justice Haynes and Jam Miller are? Uh, probably not. Uh, I think I think his use will be more as a utility guy, an off-the-bench guy. But he is a solid football player. And we're at a fun part of the rankings now. We're getting into the names that everybody knows. And, uh, you know, guys that are going to be significant players on the football team this fall, Roy Dell certainly is. And in the event of injury, we'll certainly be glad he's on the team because he's an experienced veteran presence. He can catch the ball. Uh, he can make a big play. But where he's really at his best, I think, Luke, is uh, the short yardage situations and picking up blitzes and, and sort of being a third down back. Uh, and, and, again, uh I consider Roy Dell the fourth running back on the team. I, I'm not sure anybody in the SEC has a fourth back as good as this guy. All right. Let me ask this, though. Okay. You, you say you consider him best in short yard situations. Why is it? And again, I, I, I love Roy Dell Williams. I, I want him on my team. I love him. As soon as you said that, you know, the first thing I thought about was, yeah, we needed him to get a first down against Texas on fourth down last year, and we didn't do it. Now, maybe that was a missed block. I, I, again, I'm going off memory right this minute off of what you said. I'm not looking at the clip. So I can't remember if there was a missed block or whatever, but I just remember thinking 
even in the stadium. It was 972 degrees in that stadium. And I was in there watching that game. And when we decided to go for it, I said, let Bryce Young throw it because I thought that was our best weapon. I, I said, we're going to run it, but I would have let Bryce Young throw it. And we handed it off to Roydell Williams, and he gets stopped for a loss, if I remember right. Um, so I, I I don't know. I don't know that short yardage is his thing. I mean, maybe you're saying short yardage is his best trait because he normally only gets short yardage. I mean, he, he doesn't – I don't – again, I don't mean that as an insult. I love Roydell Williams. I want him on the team. I hope he has a fantastic role. I hope he has a Brian Robinson-esque senior season. But am I wrong? No, uh, no, not at all, because I, I think he, what he brings to Alabama's table is short yardage because there's not really another guy, particularly in last year's team. Uh, I, I, where I'm saying he's really good in short yardage is he's better than Gibbs. He's even better than Jace in short yardage. He, he was our best back on the team at picking up a third and one or fourth and one. Gibbs was the 12th pick in the draft, the second running back taken in the draft. And Rory Della, I think, is better than Gibbs at third and one or fourth and one. Uh, now, one thing will be interesting, he was better than Gibbs and Jace last year at short yardage. Is he going to be better than Justice Haynes and Jam Miller this year? I don't know. I don't know. He might lose that role, but he won that role a year ago just simply because he was better than Jameer and Jace at it. And uh, and he did make some plays. He didn't bat a 1,000 by any means. Uh, very few backs do. Uh, he's not a guy that the NFL is going to go, oh, here's our short yardage guy. Not Not at all. He's just better than what Alabama's got uh, in, in terms of giving us our best chance to pick up that tough yard. Uh, and it just goes to his overall toughness. He runs with uh, with good pad level, and he's strong. Uh, but outside of that, he actually can make the big play. He can catch the ball. And where he's really good on third down is picking up blitzers. Now, uh, he is definitely NFL level when it comes to that. He is very, very good at identifying the blitzer, not just knowing who to block, but absolutely stoning the guy and giving us a chance to get the pass off. That That's what I was going to say. I think his best trait is in pass protection. So I, I, but again, that's not necessarily where you want your back to be best. I mean, it is a great quality. It's just not what you, you know, like what was that Eddie Murphy story about? Yeah. I want to date a girl who's funny, but you can't be ugly and funny. That ain't fun. <laughs> You got to be pretty, too. It's smart. But anyway, uh, okay, let's take a break. When we come back, we're going to get into your next guy on the countdown, which is none other than James Smith. And we're back. James Smith makes our countdown now. I say our countdown. I'm starting to steal some of your stuff. Uh, James Smith is a dude's dude's dude. Uh, He just – Jimmy, Jimmy, I'm just so impressed with this cat. I, I, I love what he brings to the table. Um, and now with Jamil Burroughs out of the program, I think it's more important than ever that James Smith is able to take it up a notch and already have him several notches above where freshmen usually are. Yeah, James Smith is so good. He's made uh, losing Jamil Burroughs almost a non-story, in my opinion. Now, of course, a lot of people are like, oh, he's projecting. He doesn't know. And it's true we don't know because he hasn't played in the games. I'm going off of – what I saw in his high school tape uh, partly, but mostly I'm going off of what he did in spring practice where he leapfrogged a lot of veteran players, ended up with a ton of reps, played with the first team on A-Day. And I didn't start A-Day, but he played with the ones, played a lot a bit, uh, played a lot. And from word inside the program, he's almost a slam dunk to play with the first team this fall. I, I don't think he'll be a starter 
I don't think you'll get as many snaps as as Jaheim Otis or Justin Aboigby or even Tim Smith, but I think he might be fourth. I think he might be fifth. I think he'll be somewhere in there. So he's going to play a ton of snaps. Uh, lives He has lived up to the hype as far as Alabama coaches are concerned in terms of showing up, being one of the better defensive linemen from day one. He can do everything on the defensive line. Uh, we haven't had one like him in a while where he's going to line up and be a physical presence at 300 pounds. He's going to be physical. He's going to be a wall against the run. But here's a guy, Luke, that not only is a wall against the run, he can slip blocks and rush the passer. This is a kid that will rack up some quarterback sacks in his time in Alabama. He's not just a run stuffer. It's probably what he does best, but he can get after the passer. Uh, and I think it's going to be a better and better pass rusher as Alabama uh, reshapes him and, and and makes him a quicker, more toned athlete. But, uh, man, he, he's really exciting. Uh, I think you will see him in the first quarter of the first game. That's how, uh, that's how prominent he will be. I think off the top of my head, I don't have the rankings, but I think I have him as the third highest ranked true freshman. There's only two more true freshmen higher than him to come. Uh, so that just goes to show, you know, it's the number one class Alabama signed in the whole country. And, and, and this kid, I, I have him right now as the third best one in the group. Uh, and that's based on what we saw in the spring, not, not based on what we saw on, on high school tapers ranking. So uh, it's been a while since Alabama's had a star defensive lineman. And he's just a true freshman. Let's let him let's give him the benefit of a freshman season. But I think over time, over three years, Luke, this probably will be Alabama's best defensive lineman since Quentin Williams. Look at this picture from high school. I mean, it looks like he flicked this teammate off of him. You know, I mean, it's like he, it's like it's a small, uh, it's an action figure that is not a good representation of what the actual hero looks like. I mean, he's huge. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's, I'm, he's big. He's six, probably about six, six, four, 300, somewhere in that range. Uh, not not heavy either. He, he might have been a little heavy right when he showed up in January, but uh, I've seen him recently on campus. I've actually seen him two or three times on campus. Uh, he doesn't he doesn't have the body of a freshman defensive lineman. He has the body of a guy that looks like he's been here a while. I think it didn't take long for Alabama strength and conditioning to sort of turn him into a next level dude. Didn't take long at all because he wasn't that far off when he showed up. No, I mean, yeah, there's I bet you when he shows up uh in the weight room, the, the the weight room guy's like, oh my god, yeah, this is this is this is good for me. This is good. I like this. I like where I'm starting here. They can um, show off, yeah, right. they can show off their work. David Ballou and his staff can show off their good work with this guy. All right, buddy. We're gonna cut this one a little bit short. It's a Friday afternoon. Hope everybody has a great weekend. We may be back tomorrow. We may be back Sunday. We don't know what we're gonna do. We're crazy. We'll definitely be back after Xavier Brown commits on Sunday. But until then, roll tide, everybody. Roll tide.